You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You know, I had a great front. Um, I thought their secondary was really, you know, talented and skilled. Um, so all around, I think their scheme was really was really good too. So um, I do think it was one of the best defenses that I've seen that our team has seen this year. Um, and obviously, you know, this week's going to be a great challenge with the front that you know Philadelphia has. So um, I thought it was a good game to have and you know to work through and learn from um, you know for this week's matchup. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday as we look forward to championship weekend. Eagles Niners, the voice there of Brock Purdy, Niners quarterback, making just his third road start in the NFL on Sunday in Philadelphia. All right, let's talk some playoff leaders here and the projected spreads on the Super Bowls, which... Joe, I found it really interesting. Um, it was Jeff Sherman who put those out over at Super Books, put mm-hmm. out the projected spreads for the Super Bowls. Did you? I mean, there was, I, at first I thought it was like I was my, my eyes were seeing double because they were all the same. It was minus one across the board for all four potential Super Bowls. Did that surprise you? It surprised me a little bit. I mean, I think they're closer to even than maybe we thought six weeks ago, NFC, AFC. But just the fact that none of these matchups – push over that, that they're all looked at as like basically almost pickums. It surprised me a little bit. Uh, it didn't because we have both championship games this weekend where they're under three and they're not going to get to three. It doesn't look like it. Philadelphia has the best chance and it doesn't look, appear that that's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. But maybe it will because it sounds like it's one-way traffic. I don't know. What, my guess is maybe the public comes in on San Francisco over the weekend, but we shall see. Um, and there's no real favorite to win the Super Bowl, and there's no long shot. So in the, like everybody's in that two to three to one range for the most part. So in that sense, I'm actually taking a look right now. With the line movement that we saw yesterday, with Kansas City once again the favorite, see, they didn't drop. They, they didn't jump up. So right now at BetMGM for the Super Bowl odds, the Bengals have shorter odds. That doesn't make any sense. They're favored to lose to uh, to uh, well the Chiefs are favored to win the game right. and they're plus two seventy five but the Bengals are plus two six okay so here it is two forty two sixty two seventy five and San Francisco's three fifty so that's why I'm not all that surprised two forty two sixty two seventy five the top three favorites to win the Super Bowl with the four teams left never ever seen anything like this it's crazy I, my guess my guess is this will change when we have a matchup and money starts coming in. I think the AFC will eventually get bet up to be a, a favorite. Uh, two, one and a half, two, two and a half. They're going to have the, the, the quarterback, right? The quarterback is going to be looked at as a higher plane. Now, Hurts is close at a great year. But if it's Purdy, like that's a big deal, isn't it? Mahomes Purdy. Yeah, but it's not going to be Purdy. Purdy? Well, it's I don't not going it to be Purdy. 
<laughs> but okay, envision this because this we overreact and based off what happened, right? A couple weeks ago, we're hearing Niners favored at the Eagles NFC Championship game based on the results of the divisional round. That does not happen. What if we get similar results? What if we have the Eagles offense lighting up the number one defense in the NFL and the 49ers? It's a multi-score victory, and then it's uh, really tight over in the AFC Championship. Don't you think that would be really close where it wouldn't be uh, AFC favorite? Now, the number that we were seeing before it was clear that Eagles, Niners, they separated themselves as, as the best on that NFC side. It was three and a half. Man, I'd love to have NFC plus three and a half, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah, so what's changed here? So what, what has changed over the past couple of weeks? Uh, have everyone just realized the gap between Eagles, Niners, and the top AFC teams isn't what it was perceived to be during the season? Like, how did we go from three and a half to one in a matter of a couple of weeks? I mean, the Eagles played the Giants? The Niners beat the Seahawks and Cowboys? Like, what changed here? What changed here is uncertainty with Mahomes. There's that. Uh, th- there's questions with all these teams right now, right? Uh, Bengals, offensive line issues. Let's not overlook that this week. That was the number one talking point with Cincinnati last week. And then what happened? The weather helped the Bengals. I know much of the reaction, and we did it on the show on Monday, was uh, the weather disadvantage for the Bills. It really helped the Bengals. And I'm not talking about Joe Burrow playing in the snow. I'm talking about the ability to pressure the quarterback in those conditions. That was perfect for the Bengals. They don't get those conditions again. Don't you think that uh, the Chiefs, Chris Jones, could have a really big game coming up this week against all those backups on that Bengals offensive line? Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's how I'm looking at it. So uh, those big question marks on the AFC side, I would say, is the biggest reason. And then if the Eagles just – do they even have to smoke San Francisco? I'm not sure. But how do you power rate them? How do, so going into this, they've always been third. They've always been behind the Bills and the Chiefs. Now the Bills, of course, out. So are they still behind the Chiefs? Are they on par with the Chiefs? Are they close? How do you power rate the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL, the top to bottom. I agree. But they, yeah. But but all but all year that has that, that's what's and we're obviously we're diving into why right offensive line Bengals Mahomes injury. Something's changed in the marketplace where now the NFC is being looked at as on par with the AFC. It wasn't, though. We mentioned the three and a mm-hmm. half that was out there. I would have loved to have that, too, right now. Imagine getting the Eagles plus three and a half. I, I want that right now for the Super Bowl. We're not going to get that, though. So, And it's obviously something we'll be talking about in a couple weeks, starting Monday, but then the week after. And if you're in the Phoenix area or making your way out to the big game, come out and see us. The whole BetQL team broadcasting live at the BetMGM Sportsbook State Farm Stadium starting Monday February 6th through Friday, February 10th. If you can't make it out, listen on the Odyssey app or watch us at twitch.tv slash BetQL. Loads of guests stopping by. And, of course, our favorite betting angles on the game. There's 25 betting kiosks there and a 265-square-foot video wall, 38 TVs, which is going to be awesome as we hang out doing our show each of those mornings that week for Super Bowl 57. So going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm, yeah, I can't wait either. It's going to be a blast. Um, gee, I'm just looking at these numbers, and you're right. It's all one. But the Eagles are favored over both AFC opponents. That's the part that's surprising. Not that there's four ones everywhere. That the that's Eagles a four and a half point favored. swing. 
from the yeah. three and a half blind NFC you could have gotten three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yes. Niners too. So the Niners and Eagles are even, but the Eagles are favored by two and a half because they're at home. They're, they're saying right there, the Superbook is telling us that home fields were two and a half in Philly. We're, and we know it's really more one and a half across the league the last three, four, five years as, it, as we've adjusted. I don't, maybe they're signaling that we bump up Philadelphia in, in the NFC Championship. We're going to bump it up. Like the Brock Purdy's not coming to Philadelphia and walking out with a win, that type of thing. I cannot wait for him to lose 35 to 10. It is going to be 10. so delicious. Are we playing all lines here? 35 10. You're not? What a missed, you don't think? What a missed opportunity last week against the Giants. I don't know if any of you I know. played all line, but I, might I did have to not go back to it this week. And we talked about how that we that was the most confident side, no questions asked, yep. biggest mismatch of all the games uh, again and again. We were happy laying in seven and a half. We didn't care about that hook, and we didn't play the outlines. Oh, what are we doing? How far would you go on an Eagles outline? Because I, I pulled them up right now. How far would you really go? I mean, 35-10 is a 25-point gap. But how far would you go on an outline? How far would I go? What's, what's 10? <laughs> So they go by half. So you want nine and a half or ten and a half? Yeah, they're not going to. Uh, nine and a half. Plus 235. Ooh. I, I, my fir- first thing that popped in my head was 21 and a half. <sighs> Plus 830. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's decent. I thought about that last night. I was like 20, around 20. 20 and a half? What's 20 and a half? What's that difference there? 7 to 1 plus verse plus 830. Wow. It's big. Huh. A key number, huh? Okay. That's, that's where they, they draw the line. The sports book's like, all right, that's, that's it. We're not giving any more here. Um, yeah, okay. Paul's going to be Playoffs. so – he's going to be double sad if the Eagles lose this game. No, Joe G at the Super Bowl. Like, his team's oh, not yeah, in. We're going to be wrong. For that reason. Yeah. I like for that reason much more than the Eagles. Like my fan loyalty is, I'll be honest, kind of, it's kind of whatever. But we need Joe G at the Super Bowl. See, but I I agree with you for the most part since going into the industry and you get jaded a little. I agree with you, but when the team you grew up loving is really good, doesn't it come back a little bit? Yes, but for me it was more so the Phillies. Like I was back mm. in high school during that World Series run. Like that was that was fun. Um, and I was a – Phillies were always number one for me, though, before the Eagles. Like, Eagles were great, and the McNabb years were awesome, kind of, to a point. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember, like, 2017, maybe it's because I was in a hotel lobby before working the Olympics, like, watching that game against the Patriots, but they won. And I was like, all right, that was cool. Let's, now what? <laughs> like, so I think – I don't know. Like, I there's no part of me – like I should be considering if the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, staying for the game, and I'm yeah, wow. Oh, uh, I think you would. You start to see Eagles fans coming in, and by the end of the week, you'll be like, I don't. I'd rather stay. If I fall into a ticket, I'd consider it. I'm not paying. But you love hundreds. You love Nick Foles, don't you? I loved him that year because he cashed a fifty to one ticket. Oh, that's right. 
cashed a lot of tickets that year. Nick, Nick cashed hey, a Nick, lot of tickets for a lot of people. Paul um, loves Nick Foles quick. the way that we Bears fans love Robert Quinn. I know what Joe always really. I know what I know what Joe was going to say to this, and hmm. I, I hesitate to bring it on. Bring it up. <laughs> what? My mom loves Nick Foles. Loves Joan. Like, Joan, big Nick Foles guy. Because I think the whole God thing. I think you know. Yeah, big God guy. But, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Everyone but loves Nick. Foles. I think that Nick Foles big God guy is a hilarious way to describe someone. Nick Foles is a big God guy. I, I, if I had a guess, Nick Foles will retire this offseason, and he will be like a TV evangelist preacher within like five years. I would watch that so hard. So, so is Ben Zobrist. You know what his wife did? Yeah, it didn't work out well for Ben. Yeah, <laughs> ben, had a rough, ben had a rough ending there. The lawsuit's over, or are we still doing those? I don't. I stopped paying attention. Was, was wild. Paul Charchia next on the Beck UL Network.